At photographycourse.net, you'll be able to swap your expertise with other photographers, make light instead of wishing for it, expand your portfolio, and receive feedback from professionals, all of which will develop your artistic eye. Photographycourse.net offers an abundance of premium courses and challenges for participants at every stage of their journey, from technical settings for portrait photography, to landscape composition tricks, to how to start your own photography business, we have everything you need to start shooting confidently. You can work at a pace that suits you. Our 52-week project challenge will provide you with the educational resources, encouragement, and support that you need to take great photographs every week. You can join us at any time as our themes are evergreen. You can also start by shooting every day and learning something new with our 365 Days of Photography course. Led by an industry expert who has mentored over 10,000 students, this course will help you take your photography skills to the next level with daily, bite-sized videos. Throughout the process of learning, you'll have access to a community that will provide you with inspiration and motivation. Get encouragement from other photographers every single day. Our current limited time offer comes with a special discount code exclusive to the listeners of this podcast. Get 50% off your first year as a premium member. Claim this discount by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST. Come join photographycourse.net and capture more than just a moment. This episode is sponsored by photographycourse.net. Our 365 Days of Photography course is now live. This is an amazing opportunity for you to grow as a photographer. My teammate, Kevin LJ, has produced this course in a step-by-step format, which is very easy to follow. He presents it in bite-sized lessons, each with a practical challenge. You'll learn and practice a new aspect of photography every single day. If you've been wondering how you can improve your photography without having to commit time to long lessons, this is the course for you. We've designed each lesson to be around five minutes long, and you can spend as much time on the challenges as you like. There's also a friendly forum where you can share the photos you take and get constructive feedback from others on the course. Kevin's professional photography experience is extensive. He covers not only photography essentials, but also many genres of photography throughout the course. You will learn far more about photography than simply how to use your camera. For our listeners, we are offering a very special discounted price of $99 instead of the launch price, which is $149. The final price will soon be $365, so make sure to take advantage of this great deal today. Go to greatbigphotographyworld.com slash 365 to claim your discount. Hello everyone, my name is Taya and I'm the host of Great Big Photography World podcast, where we interview notable photographers in the industry, give advice on a wide variety of topics, and provide tips for beginners and professionals alike. Episode 22 is all about hotel photography. I talked to Alberto Cosi, an Italian photographer living in Thailand. He has a successful hotel photography business and is a great landscape and architecture photographer in general. We talk about his experience as a hotel photographer, how he manages his photo shoots, and much more. Please enjoy. Hey, Alberto. Welcome to the podcast. It's awesome to have you here. Please feel free to introduce yourself. Hello, Tayeta. Thank you very much. And uh, my pleasure to be here around too, indeed. And, uh, well, my name is Alberto, Alberto Cosi, I'm an Italian photographer living abroad, actually. I'm an expert living in Thailand, in the tropical country, Thailand, in the sunny and uh, hot 
beautiful country as uh, as is it. And um, well, I am a professional photographer uh, working here. I am working here uh, in the hospitality industry most of the time, meaning that I do hotel uh, photography, interior and exterior, food, lifestyle. Uh, these are, say, my branch of photography right now. Uh, I am doing this here in Thailand almost 10 years. And uh, I have to say that, um, well, I'm quite successful and uh, um, happy to do this. Unfortunately, well, this year, as you can imagine, it's uh, not say, the best uh, for, uh, for us professionals, for us photographers, especially because the tourism industry has been hit very badly for, uh, for from the COVID uh, situation, but still have, say, chances to work, um, to work with. And, uh, well, so that as a photography, as I said, that uh, I do work now as in the hospitality industry, but this is uh, not always been uh, with me when I was living in Italy. I had a studio and uh, we did mostly uh, studio photography, products photography in the area where I lived. It's what it was, uh, say, high, highly densely populated with a lot of companies and industry. And uh, we did a lot of catalogs, a lot of, uh, as I say, product photography, and uh, even some time, even some little fashion photography and, uh, and the like. Um, mm-hmm. When I was working there in Italy, and uh, we were working with, uh, uh, still in the analog times, so I, I say a full big, uh, big studio, actually, it was a huge studio, it was a 500 square meter studio, they say 25, 20 meters wide. And uh, we were working just with film, uh, talking about say video format only. Uh, and uh, I used to run with Mamiya brand, and I had mm-hmm. so the whole range of Mamiya cameras, two uh, RZ with motors and full range of lens, and a 645 Pro camera. And but especially we were working with uh, a view camera, so I had this. Uh, Wonderful Sinner uh, P2, and it was a four by five inches camera that I still remember. Wow, the best camera I had worked very, very technical, but this is the thing that I love to work with. So, that this technicality and uh, this uh, little gear that's run around, and possibly this is because I'm I landed to be, say, a, an interior or better an architectural photographer, because this kind of photography allowed me to take my time before to shoot. I'm so used to it that uh, I, I enjoy the time that I take before uh, to click the button, to press the button, because I think that, uh, well, this is some, it's quite important to do this. And um, what else can I say about myself? Well, so that uh, I grow professionally in Italy, I mean, Italy had a great boom, but I grew professionally here in Thailand because this is not my first time that I live in Thailand. This is my second time. I was living in Thailand actually in the 90s as well. And uh, so I started to be a, a pro, meaning that uh, so my uh, only income is from photography back in the 90s when uh, I was living here. And uh, back then, still working on analog. Uh, on medium format, with a medium format camera, and uh, back then I did mostly um, real estate photography, uh, or uh, I was a freelance 
writers as well, uh, but almost all the time focusing on uh, architecture. I still remember the first time that had been published. Oh, I can tell you that. So that my first story, uh, talking about, say, 91, my first story was about, say, the British consul, uh, the, sorry, the British consulate uh, here in the city where I live, uh, which is uh, Chiang Mai in the north of Thailand. And this is construction, historical construction, that is the British consulate, that is, say, totally a beautiful style of house, uh, typical colonial with uh, a veranda and a huge park, and uh, we've always been attracted to this one. And uh, so, well, I decided what, uh, what to do, to take a picture of it and uh, to write a story. And I went there asking for permission to take a picture, and um, I did the story, so that maybe several weeks in order to accomplish this, uh, and then I did it. And then when I had the whole element in my hand, I flew uh, to Bangkok, because back then, uh, so no internet, of course, so that you had not many chances. I flew to Bangkok and I selected several publishing houses. Well, the very first one I went in, it was called Viman, I still remember. It was publishing, say, a magazine, a sort of El Decor or something like that. I knocked at the door and uh, I asked for the director and it was so easy, simply introduced to him. And I, I, I told him, hey, listen, I have this these pictures, you can see it, and I have this story about the con. And uh, well, he, uh, on the spot, he accepted to publish my story. And oh my God, I'll tell you that it was a, a jumping on the sky, I was walking on, on, over the cloud, I can say that. I was so, so happy. And um, well, back then, of course, things uh, were different and uh, not so immediate as, as are nowadays. Um, but uh, one chance it was that uh, if you were a Westerner uh, living in Southeast Asia, maybe uh, especially in this kind of things were easier, meaning that, um, well, the opinion of, say, uh, of a Western was much more, how I can put it, uh, they the thought that if you are from a Western country, well, you know more. And so, well, the doors are very easy to open for, for you. And that, that was it. And, and that was really a very, very, uh, back then, was, it has been quite easy. And, uh, well, so that I lived for five years, so from 91 to 96. And um, I was not that bad. I was working as a, as a pro back then. Then went back to live to Italy for, say, 12 years, so from the 90s, 96 to 2008. And uh, while I was in Italy, I had uh, two studios, running two studios. First, I opened, say, a small photography shop, shop of photography in, uh, in my hometown. And uh, I started to do, say, all the classic things that we do, yeah? so that portraits, uh, mark shots for documents, uh, and especially uh, and, uh, so it was quite successful. And uh, just around two years, I was able to open a second studio. And in the second studio, I uh, was quite an important industrial studio. Which, uh, we had a 500 square meter studio, full equipped. So that the dream nowadays, I would say, we, we had, say, uh, three pack of uh, 3,000 joules of equipment uh, of uh, Elinchrom. Six heads uh, full, uh, the whole set, uh, you need to have, say, a photography in the studio. 
we were working with video formats, uh, as I said, uh, with uh, Mamiya cameras. Uh, we had two RB, RZ cameras with several backs, uh, full range of lenses, um, but especially we were working with a new camera, Senior P2, and uh, it has been quite exciting, say quite exciting. Then, uh, for a number of reasons, I decided to uh, come back to live in Thailand, and uh, so that was 2008, 12 years ago. And since then, and, uh, well, I, at the beginning, I started to say to evaluate different paths of photography, and then I landed to be say a, um, to work along with the uh, hospitality industry, with hotels, mostly, which is uh, what I'm doing nowadays. And uh, well, quite successfully, and absolutely, I'm uh, very happy uh, about this. Actually, next week, on this Monday. This coming Monday, I have to leave uh, to Phuket. I live in the north of Thailand, but have an assignment in Phuket, which is a, 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 an island in the south of the country. Uh, we, I have two hotels to shoot, and uh, well, this is quite good for me, I have to say. Well, this is it. Mm -hmm. That was a wonderful introduction. I enjoyed hearing about your story, and good luck with your project. In the, coming, in the coming few days. It's really, really exciting. I look forward to seeing the pictures that you take. What equipment do you use at the moment? Uh, right now, I am using a mist uh, with um, a misting so that uh, my body, I'm using uh, a Sony bodies, mm -hmm. which I switched uh, to Sony quite recently, you know, one, one year ago. Mm. And uh, I don't know if I can make some support the company, but I'm very happy with that. Actually, I have I'm using two camera. I am I am using two bodies. I have say a seven R two and a seven three. Uh, mostly I use the uh, the R two because well got the it's more pixels than, and uh, so that I can crop picture if uh, anything. They I think that the quality is. Just super, what is it? But uh, I use a mix of lenses. I have car size lenses, a couple of car size lenses actually. I have the, uh, the uh, 2470 f4 and uh, the 90, the macro one. Uh, but mm -hmm. I use the Canon lenses. I use the 24 tilt shift and the 17 tilt shift. And I still use my old um, 70 to 200 uh, 2.8 of Canon. So the way I, usually, I use it with an adapter. Then I use also prime lenses from Mamiya, actually. I have the 35, uh, the 50, and the, sorry, 35, 45, and 80 from um, Seiko uh, lenses, which I'm using with a tilt shift adapter. Uh, that I bought it from United States, so that I have say a full range uh, of, uh, of lenses. And um, I use, I usually, as I said, I take quite long time to when before I, I press the button to click. I like to take my time uh, on photography when I'm on assignment because, um, well, taking your time and uh, thinking what you are doing brings more power to the picture that uh, you are taking, I believe. Um, it's, uh, it's something about, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say that it's a spiritual experience, but uh, it's very close to it. It's uh, something that you have to let your power go out in order to uh, 
build uh, what you are uh, dreaming, what you, what is in your mind, what you are figuring, what your mind think and figure out. So that, for example, when I step into uh, into a, a room or in in any ambience, I take the time uh, to let to absorb it, to let it uh, sink into me. And uh, and then all of a sudden I got something that I visualize. I have this image uh, in my in my mind. It just pop up that I want to achieve this picture. I want to see this picture with this kind of lighting, with this angle, and and then I go slowly to build up uh, the construction of it. Meaning that uh, I choose the lens, I set up the tripod, I choose the lens, and uh, maybe the lens is not good, so I can change it. And, um, well, you see, when you choose b between, say, 24 millimeters or 35 millimeter, uh, they're very close to it. Uh, but uh, at the end, well, the result is, of course, it's not the same, but it's very, very close. And uh, so maybe you have to, to evaluate uh, both of them, uh, maybe even to have some tests. So to have, you shoot with uh, one lens and, you, uh, and then with the other one, and then you compare it and you see in what... Uh, um, what is better? Uh, what it might be better? What is for what you are uh, for, for what you were thinking? And um, well, uh, this is um, the the way that they do it. The I use, uh, as I said, right now I had I use the Sony camera, but until recently I used Canon cameras, and uh, I had a 5D uh, Mark IV, and I had one DS uh, Mark III, and I still have it actually. The, the, the 5D has gone, but the 1DS is still here, and I have to say that it's, this has been an incredible camera. It's so so strong, a real uh, horsework, and it uh, say bring bread on my table for the steady ten years without uh, flinching, and uh, so working hard, and totally happy with Canon makes as well. And um, beside that, uh, my equipment. It includes a lights, so that I have. Uh, it depends what I'm shooting, but uh, I have some anychrome lights, uh, which are quite uh, dated and heavy to carry around. But sometimes I do, and I have some uh, very compact strobe that I take with me. Uh, actually, I have some wistro uh, from Godox. I have two units, 600, that I take all time with me. That uh, beautifully. Uh, crafted and very responsive. Uh, the, of course, I have a tripod, a heavy tripod, a Monfrotto uh, 55E that I take all the time with me. And I had say, a gear hat, uh, another Monfrotto uh, 410, uh, uh, that is very, very important if you take architectural photography. Because, well, you can gear uh, slowly and precisely without panning quickly and uh, you can actually, you can move from, for each um, one millimeter or so and, uh, when you take your, your frame into the camera. And then, uh, so being that when I go around on assignment, I have four bags for me. And uh, all in all is 25 kilos of equipment. So that is quite, say, quite, yeah, quite uh, a heavy, heavy stuff uh, going around. One thing that I want to mention too, in order to fully understand my, my way of work, is that I do work uh, tethered, 
uh, all the time. Uh, all the time I have my camera connected to the computer and uh, I do compose all my picture into the computer or better while I'm, I'm, I am watching the screen of the computer. Uh, in this way, it's, mm, I believe the, the best way or possibly even the only way that you can uh, do perfect interior photography. Exterior, not that much. Exterior, of course, no? you cannot, uh, you don't have many chances to uh, move things around. But when it comes to shooting interiors, hotels room or villa rooms or say private houses rooms, uh, well, to work better uh, in a computer was, is very important. Otherwise, you cannot do it. You, you won't be able to, uh, to figure out precisely uh, what the final outcome will be. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, that is very good yeah well, say, was that a question so sorry I didn't hear no, no, no I said that's a very good advice and I think that's uh-huh. important for who are beginners in interior photography to remember you need to have a tether and you need to have uh, you need to have patience with what you're doing yes really patience it's uh, one of the most important things you have you don't have to uh, to, to be in a hurry to uh, to take your picture but really you have to, to evaluate what you are taking a picture at. Uh, when you are tethered, when uh, you see through the computer, uh, you see clearly what uh, uh, what the final result will be. Meaning that, in order to have, say, the perfect composition of the picture, uh, you can move the furniture around, uh, in order to have the perfect balance uh, inside the composition. Because composition, of course, it's, uh, is something that you build up yourself. Okay, so that if you do, say, a landscape photography, you are there and uh, you shoot uh, what you see. You, of course, you wait for uh, the perfect moment of the day, uh, the perfect part of the year to, to have say, the perfect light and so on. But the composition uh, is not much you can do un- unless you choose the focal length and uh, the, the, the aperture of it, that's it. But things fall totally different when you do interior photography. When you do interior photography, you can move actually things around, meaning mm-hmm. moving say, uh, object and, uh, and furniture inside uh, the room that you are doing. You can actually go there and physically lift it and move it uh, in order to say, to have the perfect balance in the final picture. And I think it is uh, something that is quite important to, uh, to achieve. It's not that, uh, I mean, if you get an assignment to shoot an interior and you get in and uh, you put down your tripod and your camera and you choose any kind of lens and then you just click, that won't do. That is not working. And uh, this is not the way to do it. Uh, the way to do it is the, that you are in command and uh, you turn around the room uh, as your ability to create uh, a beautiful ambience is. This is the most important thing that, that uh, it, it's, uh, it's very valuable, very valuable for a photographer who does interior uh, this. And uh, well, I do this all the time, I have to say. This is the one, and so of course, this takes time. In fact, uh, on, on assignment in one day, so that from nine o'clock to say nine to five, the famous nine to five, so in one day of shooting, I, I am able to shoot, say, eight, ten pictures 
no more than this. No? Maybe sometime it depends 15, but no more than that. I cannot do it. I, I, physically, I cannot do it like that. Because I said, well, it takes, uh, it takes time for maybe, so I don't know, half an hour or, or even more to, to get a, a, good, a good shot. Uh, because well, you have to stage everything, as I said, and uh, to do to to do this through a computer. So while you are you are watching uh, through a computer, it's uh, very very helpful. I have to say, mm-hmm. very very helpful. Okay. Yes. Okay, I can imagine that. And when you when you take ten photos a day, for example, are those ten photos of the same rooms inside a, a, a building, or or are they different rooms that you photographed? Well, so a, a typical uh, assignment for uh, a hotel photographer is this. Uh, so, of course, you have to take a picture of the hotel and uh, uh, it's divided by uh, two major parts. So that is the exterior and the interior. Uh, the, the exterior, as you can imagine, is uh, the, the building, as is it. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, the other part of the building, uh, maybe uh, the swimming pool uh, or uh, say a view of uh, a garden if they have it uh, and, uh, uh, and the like. And then the other part is the, is the uh, interior. The interior is, is uh, used the lobby, uh, so restaurants, bars, and of course room because when you shoot hotel rooms are say the most important thing because well, hotels they, they do marketing uh, what, uh, what they do market mostly are rooms they sell rooms actually and so well the rooms uh, have to uh, to look beautiful they have to look i mean not to fake it but you have to take take the the best out of it i can put it actually some chain of hotel i, I do work with accor as a, a huge corporate that uh, owns say, 800 uh, hotels in, in the, the world. And uh, these uh, big corporates have uh, strict guidelines uh, how you have to shoot their properties. And they are very, very strict uh, to this. No? They, you are not allowed to, uh, to bend to one side or the other. I mean, you have your, to get your own creativity, but you have to stick with, uh, with rules. And uh, sticking with rules, it's, uh, it means that, well, they point you out how do, do they want to see the final, uh, the final uh, picture. And uh, it's quite a challenge to achieve that. And you have to do it, actually. You have to follow uh, their, uh, their guideline in order to achieve what they want, uh, what they want to see because they are going, um, they are going to market it. And uh, so that, well, in order to achieve this, it's uh, a simple matter of take times. It takes times so that before to go to the shooting, you have uh, one day of scouting. You go to the location and uh, you check which room has to be shot. And uh, so you, you make a program. Maybe usually each hotel is three, four days it takes. And uh, so in these three, four days, you decided which day you should what. Uh, and uh, in each day, uh, at what time you should what? So that because, well, of course, it all depends on the sun. Um, some hotels uh, doesn't like to have the sun uh, sneak into the room. Some other hotels, they want it. They want the sun uh, go into the room and to cast a shadow on, on corners and so on. So that you have uh, all these things that you have to keep in good account when planning. And uh, so when you have your plan done, well, you're going on uh, according to it. And uh, you follow your plan 
and uh, and well, simply you you follow it, and after four days you you get home with uh, with your your job done. And uh, of course, it's not easy, and uh, it takes a quite a lot of uh, experience. I mean, it's quite a lot of technical stuff, things that you you follow. And uh, and uh, it's not easy to, to do this. And experience, of course, helped a lot. Uh, I mean, when I I compare the work that I do now when and I compare the work that I did ten years ago, uh, well, I could see how I could do that. I, I wonder, I was that, that bad back then. <laughs> but uh, well, actually, it was. And of course, it's a, a never-ending process in order to learn. Uh, or better to refine yourself, not to learn new things, but to refine uh, yourself. And uh, well, the, well, this is what I'm still doing at my age nowadays. No? I'm still the, uh, try to improve myself because I think that uh, it's say, a never-ending task. You have to say try to get better and better and better uh, every time. And I have to say that this kind of uh, attitude is is uh, is paying quite well because well, I see that now. Uh, I have say quite respectable clients that uh, are looking for me, so it's uh, it's uh, something I'm, I'm, I'm trying. It's not easy, but I'm trying to do uh, constantly. And, uh, mm-hmm. well, well, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important to be open to making mistakes, and you have been taking photos for so many years. Yeah, what is the big mistake that you made as a photographer in the industry and what did you learn from it? Well, the, when I think about this question, uh, it's, it's a, not, not an easy answer because, of course, the, uh, our pride say, well, I didn't make any mistake, of course. No? So <laughs> what are you talking about? So who made mistakes in this world? No one does it. No? But of course, I think that the most relevant mistake uh, that I made in my career is the, uh, at the beginning of it, just at the beginning, but maybe until uh, recent year, recent years, I, not to take things uh, too seriously. Uh, because you see, well, uh, to be a photographer sometimes, uh, there's this halo of say, a heroic person, uh, very trendy, people like it, and uh, and uh, all the blah blahs. That in a, in, in a way is true, of course. Now, when you go around and they ask you, "What are you doing?" and they say, "Oh, well, I am a photographer." Wow, photographer! That's great, and so on, <laughs> isn't it? And um, well, and then, but this can be, say, sort of distracting, and uh, you might lose the focus on what you are doing. I mean, nowadays we are unfortunately we are living in, in a very business-minded uh, world. And, well, to be a photographer, at the end of the day, uh, this is a job as another one. So that is, uh, say, a freelance job, but is a job in a way. So that when you go to knocking on the door, uh, when eventually a client knocks on your door and wants to see who you are, wants to see your portfolio, and how do you perform and so on, you have to act professional. You have to be mm-hmm. a professional on what you are doing, not just to, to take things easy and uh, say, well, because I'm good, well, I do whatever I want. And uh, this is not, uh, not how the world, uh, the world is going around. And unfortunately, sometimes I did that, actually. I have to say, I have to confess that uh, I made several mistakes, several bad mistakes on, 
um, I mean, I took things uh, too too lightly and not too seriously. Um, well, but this, uh, I, I unfortunately I paid dearly that. But you know, of course, there were lessons uh, what to learn, and we uh, start to think about that. Why the train won't be back uh, to me, and uh, why I'm not getting assignment from the the other one, why he's gone and why he's working uh, with another photographer and so on, so that you think about that. And uh, possibly you find the answer is that, well, you have not been serious enough or uh, you did something that wasn't, you could have done better. Uh, right? And uh, well, I think that possibly this is the, the most, uh, the biggest mistake that uh, I did in, in the past. I mean, if say 20 years ago, uh, I was a focus-minded as I am right now. Uh, I think that uh, I would be in a totally different position from where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I nothing to complain about, of course, uh, but uh, I think that it would be, say, to, to a better uh, level than what I am right now. Photographycourse.net is a place where you can find an abundance of photography inspiration in different forms like premium courses, articles, video tutorials, editing resources, and much more. We have a thriving community where you can meet new people, receive constructive criticism, and discover new ideas every single day. Here is a message from one of our top community members, Robert Morton. Hi, my name is Rob. I specialize in wildlife photography and landscape photography. I'm a member of photographycourse.net online community. I like the community because you get some fantastic ideas and some great feedback. So take your photography to the next level by clicking the link in the description. That's what I did and I haven't looked back. If you want to join our online community, go to photographycourse.net and enter the coupon code podcast to get 50% of your first year as a premium member. Our 365 Days of Photography course is the ultimate learning experience for new photographers and even those with some experience. This course, presented in bite-sized lessons, teaches you step-by-step the essentials of photography and beyond. Get your discount code by visiting greatbigphotographyworld.com slash 365. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing that. I think that's a great answer and it's good to be so self-aware that you know when you make mistakes and brave enough to learn from them because that's very important and when you reach a certain level as a photographer as you said you kind of feel like you are in charge of everything and you know everything but I think we never really learn fully everything there is to know about photography there's always something new that we can discover and that we can use to improve our work so it is important to be humble and also in an industry like hotel photography to always be professional and to take your work seriously that is very good advice from you. That, that is uh, totally correct. I totally agree on what you said. And this is it's, uh, how it should be, really. And this is how it should be. And especially in order um, to learn, as I said, well, this is a never-ending story. You have things to learn all the time, especially with this so fast pacing where we are living nowadays, especially with the new technology that are coming out uh, almost daily and uh, new technique of uh, retouching because, well, this is, we are going to talk about this later, I assume, but um, mm-hmm. touching it's so, so, such a, a, so, such a pivotal, it's a basic point of uh, photography nowadays that, uh, well, sure, 
you have to be humble enough to know that uh, is a never-ending uh, learning curve that you still uh, at any age you are working in you still have to uh, there are things that uh, you have to learn even from and I have to say that I, I have a certain age even from younger people than what you are uh, because well there are say of course not people that are twice much more smarter than what than what uh, one can be and uh, of course uh, these people can teach you things even if they are uh, younger and much younger uh, than you isn't it mm-hmm. yeah I agree with that yeah and that can sort of for a lot of people feel like they're not experienced enough for example if you're a photographer with you know a great portfolio and you've been taking photos for years and then this young photographer comes out of nowhere and is using these techniques that you've never been aware of it yeah. can sort of hurt the pride it can be like what why don't i know this but i think if you look at it from a different perspective and see that it's an opportunity for you to get even better then yeah. it's not going to feel the same way yeah well, it should be that way correct it should be mm-hmm. it should be exactly that way Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've mentioned editing, and yes. I've noticed in hotel photography, it feels like the images have barely been edited, but I think that's sort of a trick, because in reality, there's probably so much work that goes into it. What is the process like of retouching pictures for hotels? Yes, actually, there is a, a retouching is a, a very important uh, thing, so, so that uh, my workflow it's like that, you know? so uh, taking uh, the photography, the picture, and uh, I work with the Adobe Cloud, mm-hmm. and uh, I do work with, uh, the workflow goes through Bridge, mm-hmm. Camera Row, Photoshop. I do not use Lightroom, and uh, this might sound weird to someone, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I, I never uh, got mm, a at home with this. Um, I think that is a tremendous tool, of course, for photography, but not for the kind that, uh, not for the kind of photography that I am doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, simply because, uh, my files, my final files need to be uh, adjusted in Photoshop um, and not in, uh, I mean, an adjustment in uh, Lightroom or Capture One, whatever, I won't be enough for me. I need more than this. And uh, that more, it's uh, just Photoshop. There's nothing like Photoshop that can do things. No, no other, uh, no other uh, application. Of course, there are some new one around that are v- very interesting, but, 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 not <laughs> precisely, not exactly as that. But possibly because well, I'm so used to it and mm-hmm. uh, it comes so, so easy for me that, uh, well, and of course, I, I, I've tried other things, but I feel not at home as I do with uh, with Adobe Cloud. So I, I have my picture on my computer, my, my file on my computer, my raw file. So first of all, I should 100% only raw file. Nothing mm-hmm. else. And uh, so I have my raw files. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. I used to say to bracket a, an image. So maybe two or three stuff up and down. It depends. And uh, uh, let's say that one of the most difficult things, oh, well, not difficult, but most challenging things, okay? So that you are, uh, you are facing a window. So you see, say, you have a sofa and you're on the back of it of the sofa and you have a, a window in front of you. Mm-hmm. Of course, now you see that, uh, so the light inside the room 
is uh, much weaker than what is outside, of course. Outside, you have, say, uh, the usual uh, F8125, uh, uh, while inside you have, say, 8 uh, at uh, a tenth of a second or a fifth of a second. Because, mm-hmm. uh, well, so how do you balance this one? Uh, there are two ways. Uh, one, you can use, say, uh, the help of flashes in order to, to balance the, the two kind of lights. But nowadays, the use of artificial light uh, is not recommended. It's uh, actually it's exactly the other way around. They want to see natural light. Uh, so what I do is uh, I take simply uh, two exposure, one exposure for the outdoor and one exposure for uh, the, uh, the, in, the inside. The interior. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, without moving the camera, of course, uh, and then uh, with these two files, I uh, merge them uh, on Photoshop uh, using layer and, and mask. So that mm-hmm. uh, you have to use layer and mask in order to blend these two files in order to achieve, say, an overall balance uh, of the of the image. Well, of course, the trick is that you have to achieve the uh, final image that looks real and not fake. It's a sort of, um, do say, an HDR manually, all right? When you do, say, an HDR, uh, on, uh, when, you, when you let your camera do the HDR, you have these strong lights and strong contrast. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, you have, say, a very deep shadow and uh, the light is oversaturated sometimes and so on. And of course, uh, we cannot do this, but uh, we do this manually and uh, working slowly. So arranging each layer in a way that it uh, it comes um, an all over balance image. And uh, I think that you can do that uh, just with Photoshop because Photoshop allows you to use uh, smart objects, meaning that uh, you open your your file not uh, as a JPEG but as smart object, meaning that uh, every time you can go back uh, to the original profile and tweak it in order uh, to have, say, more shadow, more contrast, less shadow, less contrast, or uh, to change the hue of the corner that you want to, uh, to use, or to say, enhance uh, the saturation, or desaturate it, or, I mean, it's a long process when you uh, you do this in uh, in the computer, but uh, I think that the only way that uh, you you can do it in order to achieve a picture that uh, is perfectly well balanced in uh, each corner. And um, well, so this is one reason because well, I don't take uh, many many pictures in in a day because well, at the time I have to spend a lot of time uh, beside the composition a lot of time on the post-processing uh, as well. And um, so this is the workflow that I'm, I'm using. Yeah? So that, uh, as I said, uh, bridge first, and the, on bridge I do my selection. Then I do work in uh, open a file in camera raw. In camera raw I do, say, the uh, just initial uh, adjustment. And then uh, the file I open in Photoshop as a smart object, not, a, not as a, a JPEG. And, mm-hmm. uh, and and then I keep going on working on on Photoshop. Of course, uh, you have to finish uh, little details like uh, say when when you have say uh, for example uh, the wires 
or uh, you have an, an object that is intruding, you have to say to, to clone it, uh, to clone it out. And uh, so there are little things that you have to do uh, uh, at the end of the process. Uh, but uh, and I think that well, as I said, well, I think that uh, this process uh, at least it fits perfectly for my needs. Or maybe we can even say that I say I abandoned my needs in order to follow this uh, workflow. Mm-hmm. That is a very interesting workflow, and the point, I guess, is to work as much as you can and merge as much as you can in order to make the pictures look as natural as possible. Yes. So I feel like that's very, very interesting. It's a cool approach that you don't really yeah. see in many other genres. Yes, well, so, let's say some of my files has uh, 15, 10, 20 layers, or well, yes, because, well, there are so many details. And uh, especially when you have, say, a, a, an outdoor view in your picture. And of course, uh, try to imagine. So you should usually daytime, of course. And uh, inside the room, you have all the lights on. So the color temperature uh, is different from the light that is coming in from uh, the, 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 the outdoor, from the sun. And you have to balance everything. Uh, I think that this is the, yes, as I said. I feel that is the the best way uh, to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does seem to be the best way to approach this. And you clearly are the one who's in charge of taking pictures and setting everything up and editing. Do you work with the team, or is it just you? Uh, usually, I work with my team is uh, three people. My crew is three people: uh, me and uh, my stylist, that uh, incidentally is my wife, and uh, I have a, an assistant. Of the time, so we are three of us. When we move around, we go. The assistant I, I had several. Unfortunately, sometimes they stay, and then for family reason or whatever, they go their their own way. And um, uh, so that's it. But well, three of us is more than enough. And of course, uh, there is the say the hotel uh, personnel that are there for, to help in case we need. So all the things that. Uh, we need uh, that there. I mean, to, to iron uh, the blankets uh, or the cushions or, or the flowers. They take care of the flowers. Or if I need a tray with croissant and uh, and, uh, and coffee the, to be at hand and so on. But my crew is just uh, three people. And uh, I do all the editing by myself. I can say I'm not, I mean, I, I, it's not that I don't trust anyone. All right, because of course I know that there are people that possibly they are much more capable than what I am. I am, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I have this feeling that uh, I have to do it my, by myself, and mm-hmm. so that I do the photography and uh, the the, the post processing as well. Meaning that for one day of shooting uh, is at least, and I say at least another day of post processing. Because, mm-hmm. well, sometimes one and a half or even two, and uh, it, it happened. Uh, so that, so one day of shooting, it's, uh, it doubles it. Or sometimes it, it, uh, it triples. And uh, I find that uh, to work along with my wife is very uh, extremely useful. I mean, I would be saying sometimes that I've been on assignment without her, I, uh, I feel it. And uh, I really need her, her advice and help. Because, well, possibly I'm used to it, and, uh, and, uh, but especially because, well, she's a very good stylist. No? She was working with Vogue magazine in the old time, so that she, she, she know one thing or two, how to, to style uh, thing. No? 
and uh, and, uh, and this is of course a, a little secret that we have, and uh, a, a, a great advantage uh, too that uh, that we have. My assistant is uh, usually our uh, photography students. Where do we live here in, in the city? Where we live, there is a, a quite famous university, and have, they have say an art department. And uh, in the art department, there is a photography department as well, and there is where I recruit uh, my my assistants. Usually, they stay with me say for one and one and a half year, and then they they start by they, they go by their own feet. They start their own career or whatever. And uh, the assistant, well, they simply they help me to carry things around, uh, pass me lenses. Uh, set up the computer and uh, the camera when we go into uh, a room or, or anywhere. And, uh, and uh, that's it. Sometimes they give me some advice that I'm totally uh, happy to hear from them. And, um, well, we try to keep, say, a, a merry atmosphere, of course. Yeah? So it's, uh, we are concentrating what we are doing, but uh, we want to be happy at the same time. So we're trying mm-hmm. to do that. Of course, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm, that's really interesting. And if a beginner in hotel photography asks you for advice, would you recommend starting as an assistant, or would you recommend immediately getting into hotel photography independently? Well, I think that to to start with as an assistant is uh, totally the best mm-hmm. uh, because, well, in, in, you see how to work. If you work with say a a famous photographer as an assistant for a while, so you can perceive how the workflow is so that you mm-hmm. can perceive how that is work to program your shooting and uh, how to perform it after the, you have to set up your, your goals. And uh, this is, of course, a, a, a very important school to go through. Uh, if someone wants to start blank, uh, not uh, having gone through this, uh, this school as I did, because mm-hmm. I, I never been an assistant to, to any photographer, I say I just it, it, I just start from myself, and uh, well, this is take longer, of course, no? yeah. take longer to understand how that it work, how that, how you you have to perform everything, and it take longer. But well, it's something, of course, it can be done. Uh, first of all, you have to build up your portfolio. This is a, the the one most important thing because you have to show things around. And how you do that? Well, easily, the most easy thing that uh, you simply knock doors and uh, ask for permission to take picture. Uh, so that you go, so I don't know, you have friends with a beautiful villa and uh, you ask, well, I would like to take your mom's bedroom picture, can I? Or, uh, or you go to a hotel and uh, say, well, you have a beautiful restaurant, can I come here to take a picture when in, uh, say, when, when no one is around? And uh, I like that, but but see, I think that uh, it, the, what you have to drive someone idea is passion. Passion, of course, is uh, the most important thing because well, you can do that, but um, it's it's not just uh, a matter of try to do things. So that you have to say inner engine that push you to try and to find and to see how good you are at things, and this is uh, just passion. And passion can push you to do this. But again, so that if uh, someone wants to try to be, say, a hotel photographer or, or real estate or interior photographer or even architectural photographer, so in order to, to do business, let's say, 
you have to get a, a quite interesting portfolio online. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the portfolio, well, you have to simply go around and uh, ask people. Uh, your fees has to be competitive, uh, but not too low, because mm-hmm. well, and uh, if it's too low uh, for two reasons. So first of all, you have to keep in mind that the photography world, it's uh, especially nowadays, uh, it's very confused because well, we have say such a range of of fee. I mean, uh, someone is even willing to to work for I don't know, maybe one hundred dollars per day or even less. Uh, mm-hmm. in order to, to do something. Uh, I think that this is not good uh, because we should keep ourselves in uh, IST. Uh, mm-hmm. After all, so we are professionals, uh, or better, we try to do professionals, to be professionals, and uh, uh, we are creative. And uh, to be creative, uh, there is no price to it. So mm-hmm. I think that uh, we should keep, say, a fair amount we should ask for a fair amount of money for our creativity and our work. Why I was saying that? Uh, because, well, and uh, so that when you have your portfolio, you have to go to, uh, to f- try to find clients. And you do that just knocking on doors. So uh, possibly visiting hotel GMs in, your, in the city where you live. You go, I don't know, to any kind of hotel. You get in, you ask the permission to have a meeting with the GM and you show the portfolio and you let him know that, well, you are there and uh, you need, uh, if he needs uh, photography done, well, you are totally available and uh, these are your fees and uh, and all the blah blahs that go uh, with that. Um, well, this is the way that uh, you have to do it. Uh, so that G- hotel GMs or uh, you can go to real estate agents, for example, and uh, uh, real estate agents uh, can be, say, another source of income, uh, of interesting income, uh, or you can visit architects, architects as well. They use our talent. Uh, they need to have uh, images of their buildings, of their interiors, so that this can be, say, another source of income too. But again, you have to show uh, your passion. In while while you are doing that, and I have to say that out there there are say such a great number of photographers that oh my god they are so good uh, doing what what they are doing that uh, it's uh, it's totally amazing totally unbelievable. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful and interesting industry that you're in. I'm really inspired by it. Actually, I didn't know this much about it. It's very interesting to know how deep and detailed it is and how much responsibility you have as a photographer. It's really cool. Yes. Yes, it is. actually, yes, it's uh, it's like that. But I think that, well, I think that after all, let's say, for example, fashion photography is not much different, or photojournalism as well uh, is not much different. At the end of the day, uh, what you have to show, well, first of all, you have to know your trade, as is it. Of course, I say, to, for, from a photojournalist and from me, so that we have, say, a totally different targets and totally different way to do to work to perform all right mm-hmm. uh, but I think that the, at the end of the day uh, as I said at the beginning what um, what really matter is uh, how serious you are and what you are doing and how consistent you are meaning that your output has to be consistent too and so your style uh, has to be uh, has to be there so that you have to I don't want to say to be different from other people but in a way or another, you have to show your style that you have so a consistent workflow and a consistent output of imagery. 
of photography, so that your photography looks uh, the same. Not that uh, I don't know, maybe so one one year they are say uh, very saturated and very dark, and the next year they are very mellow and slow and uh, washed out, so that they work out the output uh, should be constant. And uh, I think that in even in every industry, yeah, this should be the, the right approach to do it, yeah, to be a serious person. Because, well, this is something that pays out in the long run. And, uh, of course, you can came out to be, say, a famous photographer uh, overnight, but uh, you have to maintain that position. Because nowadays, uh, other people are coming up, 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 and up, and up, and uh, you're in a position that you can be easily uh, kicking out. Mm-hmm. So that in order not to, uh, to do that, well, you have to be constant in what you are doing. And, um, and be constant, well, it, uh, it pays in the long run, I think. Well, at least this is what my experience is. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I, yeah, I'm very you. curious to know, if you weren't into hotel photography, yeah. what photographer would you be? What genre would you pursue? Studio photography. Definitely Studio that. Photography. Okay. Yes, I like, I like to play with lights around. Uh, but, well, so that uh, well, it's, it's I don't know. It's as a sort of a it, because you create things, no? and uh, at a certain point in my life, I thought that I really would like to be a studio photographer because I was used to say that you can give a soul to an object, meaning that I don't know a simple uh, Coca-Cola bottle or 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 a glass or anything. No? So it depends how you shoot it, and uh, you can bring it to life. Mm-hmm. Not be just a simple object there, but a, an object with a meaning. And uh, you do that uh, with uh, bending the light and using the light to, uh, to achieve an idea that you have in your mind. And uh, it's, you know, it's like to paint, uh, to, to do some painting. But of course, you do this through, say, uh, uh, technology, technological stuff, like exactly flashes or and uh, and uh, soft boxes uh, and uh, and banners and uh, and you name it. Uh, but really, I actually, I have to say, that I say this. I do confess that I say this because well, I've been a studio photographer for so many years and I'm still there. Unfortunately, in Thailand here, I'm, there is no uh, no demand for this kind of uh, of task, at mm-hmm. least in the area where I do live. Uh, so that I try to uh, to steer to, to a different end as in uh, in the hotel business because it's much more on demand what I do it. Uh, but well, the, but the real passion it's uh, about studio photography. I really like to stay in uh, say in a dark room uh, in a dark studio and uh, to to build up things to build up images with uh, with light. This is something that I totally like, and sometimes I still do it. And uh, for some some little things for myself, I say. And um, but nowadays, I'm not much into this uh, studio photography anymore. And um, I'm not sure how the business is nowadays. No? Because well, I'm thinking. I'm sorry not to say, but I don't want to point out too much on business. But uh, this is something. This is uh, what we we have to live with. I mean, uh, we have to pay our rent. So we have to pay uh, for the car. We have to pay for the electricity, for the food. Uh, for the kid at school, I don't know if you don't have it, but I have one. That's still a university, so that it's uh, it's uh, so that so you need money after all, huh? so that you have to be to 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 do something, and uh, in order to uh, to make profit, 
I honestly um, think of myself as a very lucky person because I do that the job that I love uh, and make money out of it. And mm-hmm. uh, this is well quite say uh, I have to say rare things, and um, I I think of myself very lucky because I can. And uh, I do hotel photography, okay. But if I could choose. Uh, differently, I possibly uh, would like to to do say uh, studio photography, mm-hmm. and uh, you know when you see this advertising of I don't know a bottle with bubbles inside that are sparkling, looks uh, beautiful, or, or beer that looks so rich uh, that would like to drink it. Yeah, so that uh, this is what uh, I really would like to have done instead, instead of uh, hotel photography. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's very interesting. I'd like to see your studio photos. <laughs> right. Right, okay. sure. Also, my last question for you is, Please. what is the one thing you'd like to achieve in this great big photography world? Actually, one thing that I would like to achieve is to be asked from right now, because I'm in this in this category, in this workflow hotel business, I would like to be asked by uh, a corporate uh, to be their own photographer uh, mm-hmm. for a while, and uh, so that that would be say the top of my career right now. No? Meaning, meaning that would be say well, and uh, this would be say be very very happy with that because well that would mean uh, that uh, well I'd be I, I'd reach the top of mm-hmm. the field that I'm working uh, uh, right now, and uh, well this is. Would be saying the best possible thing that could happen to me. On the other hand, uh, I have other projects, of course, that are going out around um, at the moment. For example, I want what I want to achieve is to publish a book. I'm actually uh, working on a book on modern architecture in the city where I'm living, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm taking picture of uh, say a modern buildings so or building that has been built in the 60s and uh, on the 70s. And uh, I try to make a book out of it. So that, that this is something else that I would like to achieve. And uh, actually, it won't be my first book. I had, say, another published on classic cars six, seven years ago. And uh, But I like this range of things. So that uh, thinking what could be the, the future for me. And uh, so there are these two directions, right? These two uh, endings. So one is... Uh, to work with a, a big corporate as uh, their photographer, and on the other end, possibly the same time, to be, say, a freelance photographer in order to do uh, books of architecture. Actually, I have to say that uh, one thing, thing that I'm thinking a lot is a, a communist-era uh, architecture in Russia or possibly in, in Belarus. So that uh, would be, say, very, very interesting for me to take a picture of these old buildings. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fascinating. Yeah, well, come to Belarus. I'll gladly host you here and we can take <laughs> pictures of the buildings together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Wonderful. Okay. Well, those are great answers. And I wish you the very best of luck with both of your dreams. I mean, if you wanted to, you could achieve both of them at the same time. I'm sure of that. And I look forward to Thank you. Yes. the book that you publish in the future. I'm sure you have a lot of wonderful content ready for that. It was so fun talking to you. Thank you for sharing your experience with hotel photography. I'm sure the listeners are really inspired and excited and maybe want to try it out themselves. 
Well, and uh, totally my pleasure, indeed. It's been a great pleasure uh, and uh, to share the little that I know about that and uh, to talk about myself. And uh, that's been great. And I hope that, well, it can be helpful uh, for someone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure it's helpful. I mean, it's been helpful for me, and I'm a portrait photographer. So thank yes. you for all the advice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And uh, well, thank you, and uh, all the best to you, you all. Thank you. Hotel photography is such a fascinating genre, and I really like how technical and intuitive it is. Alberto's work is a fantastic example of this genre, so definitely check it out and get some inspiration to maybe get into hotel photography yourself. See you next week! There's a simple reason why PhotographyCourse.net is the highest rated photography community in the world. It's because the people who use it made it that way. Why not join us right now? Improve your skills, get exposure, and discover an exciting new world of photography. While you're at it, claim your special discount code by going to photographycourse.net and entering the coupon code PODCAST to get 50% off your first year as a premium member.